Welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast, where our job is to help you build visibility, professional credibility, and connection with your ideal client by putting the human at the center of innovative marketing so you can build and strengthen an engaging, enduring relationship with your ideal clients. I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm honored that you're here with me. If you haven't yet joined our wonderful Flywheel Nation community, go to flywheelnation.com and join in the podcast conversations. Do subscribe to the show and also leave a review because it helps others find us. Let's get into today's masterclass on this InnovaBuzz podcast. It's one thing to sit and listen to a podcast. However, taking action is the key. I call it the three G's, which is a guaranteed growth goal. Select one thought, one concept, one idea from what we spoke about today. And you implemented that into your routine or your business and took action within the next 24 to 48 hours. This is going to get you into action. It doesn't have to be a huge action, just taking some kind of action that's going to move you toward your goal. Sit down and write out some goals, some ideas that have stirred up from today's conversation. If it's to get on social media and promote Get that message out within the next 24, 48 hours. Just do it. Don't think, just do. Just take messy, uncomfortable action. It's not always going to be pretty, but we just got to jump and we'll learn how to fly on the way down. Welcome back. I hope your week's been awesome so far. I'm really excited to have on the InnovaBuzz podcast as my guest today, Tatiana Labello. She's the CEO of Labello Lifestyle, a lifestyle company dedicated to empower and educate others to inner work, creating a life by design while creating a mind, attitude and body transformation. Tatiana's passion is helping women step into their calling with clarity, confidence and courage. Tatiana has been an entrepreneur and built multiple businesses for over 30 years. As a world-renowned fitness expert, she has dedicated her life to personal growth and development and sharing her expertise, knowledge, and insight to others. She's the author of a how-to book, Step-by-Step Guide to Fitness Competition Success, and recently released her second book called Breakthrough. If you'd like a peek behind the curtain of this show, of the InnovaBuzz show, how we put it together, go to innovabuzz.co forward slash flywheel. There, you'll be able to get your very own digital token, which will give you membership of the Flywheel Nation community. In the Flywheel Nation community, you'll have direct access to our amazing podcast guests, as well as to me, of course, and you'll have access to a short audio program that walks you through the entire InnovaBuzz podcasting process. That will give you everything you need to transform your marketing and your podcast into a human-centered, relationship-focused growth engine. In our conversation today, Tatiana talked to me about overcoming comparison, which she describes as the killer of your calling. 
we talked about transforming our self-talk to shape our reality. And we talked about recognizing our uniqueness and utilizing our talents and gifts, our superpowers. Without further ado, then let's fly into the hive and get the buzz from Tatiana Labello. Hi, I'm your host, Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm really excited to welcome today to the InnovaBuzz podcast, all the way from Houston in Texas, the USA, Tatiana Labello, who's a mindset and breakthrough coach and also CEO of Labello Lifestyle. Welcome to the Innova Buzz podcast, Tatiana. It's a great privilege to have you here as my guest. Thank you so much for having me. I was really excited to have this conversation with you today and to your listeners. So I'm honored. It is my honor and privilege to be here. Well, thank you. And I, it's a privilege to have you here. And I'm really looking forward to the conversation too, because El Bellard, who was our guest on episode 534 of the Innova Buzz podcast, she introduced us and suggested that we have a conversation and, and told me all about you. So I thought, wow, I have to speak to Tatiana on the podcast. That is so incredible. I love Elle. She is amazing. We had an international business together where we did a lot of traveling and created a lot of memories. So I'm so grateful for her and I'm so grateful that she introduced me to you. Excellent. All right. Well, um, you, one of the things Elle certainly does is work a lot with women to empower them. And that's, that's your niche as well. You empower women, whether it's from coaching or from all the experiences you've had in the past and there's a whole range of them and we'll list those in in the show notes for people to check out but you've worked in the beauty industry the health industry the fitness industry you're a motivational speaker and you basically talk to people about living the life of your dreams so i'm really looking forward to kind of exploring some of that but before we do that what's the impact you're making in the world tatiana my mission has always been to inspire, encourage, and motivate others to really step into their calling with confidence and courage and power, and really just um, creating the life of their dreams and really on a fulfillment basis so they can be the best that they could possibly be, truly living their life full out. Mm -hmm. That sounds fascinating. Sounds really great. Now, um one of the things that struck me there and, and listening to some of your other interviews and reading some of your material, the life of your calling, how, how did you recognize that and how can other people kind of get a sense of, well, what is it that's my calling? That's such a great question. I'm so glad you asked. What's interesting is what a lot of people don't know is when I was four or five years old, I um, started baton twirling and I retired when I was nine with um, 150 trophies and a wow. world championship <laughs> baton twirling title. So as you can see, this really was the premise for my life, What it, which was built on a foundation of discipline and um, um, com competition and being on stage and setting goals, which, you know, at that time, of course, I didn't know. However, this was really, truly laying that foundation. And where the belief came in, I was very blessed to have a support system, my family, my mom and sisters, that really poured into me. My mother, when I was young, said, if there's anything you want to do, you can do it. 
And I just believed her. <laughs> so the power of belief, I am living testimony that if you believe it, you can achieve it. And so I was really fortunate to have them in my corner pouring into me. And I pretty much just went out and did it because I believed that I could do it. And when I was 14, I just had this vision of me speaking in front of 10,000 people. Now, I don't know any 14-year-old that would dream such an audacious dream, first of all, public speaking. And then from that stage, I was really empowering people and just truly to live out what they're meant to do. And I just knew that that was my calling. You know, I started, I was um, aerobic instructor. I got certified at 14 and um, I saw what fitness and health and um, just living a good life like that. And just, and then having the mindset on top of it, I just knew that was my calling and how I assist and facilitate others in finding their calling. It's really just doing a deep dive into their life and the question that I love so much is, what lights you up? Yeah. And a lot of time when I say, what lights you up, I get a, I get a blank stare. <laughs> like, I guess it's not a, a, a question that we ask too much, mm. but I really want deep dive into what do people, what's their passion? What do they love doing? What are they good at? And what they're so good at is what they dismiss, which is their strength, which I call your superpower. And that a lot of times is tied in to what they're passionate about. Hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I've never met anyone who's been a world championship uh, baton twirler. <laughs> Yeah, well, my mother was the teacher, so that's right. I didn't give you that side of the, my mother was the so instructor. She she had uh, over a hundred students, and so instead of putting us kids in daycare, she said, "You're joining, joining the class. you're joining yeah. in." <laughs> so that's so how that's, it all began. Yeah, that's how you got into it. Okay, yes. um, yeah, the this idea of um, finding your calling and what uh, finding what lights you up. It's it, often I find. There are things I do that I take for granted and then sometimes somebody else will watch me doing them and say, wow, that is amazing. And I say, what? What's amazing? And they say, that thing you just did. <laughs> and and it's kind of like, that's almost like a superpower and yet because it comes so naturally to me, I'm very dismissive of it. It's kind of like, yeah, I did that and um, move on. So... Talk to us a little bit about how, how can we recognize some of those things that, that perhaps might be a superpower, that perhaps um, might be something that we can serve others with and help others. Yes, I love that you said that because a lot of times we, we don't realize we're like, oh, we just did it so naturally. Mm -hmm. And it's usually the thing that we do so naturally because we are all, we all have unique gifts and talents that are specifically for us. So what you have, no one else can do. And so all of the listeners listening right now to my voice, each and every one has that unique special gift and that talent that only you can use. So it's up to us to discover what that is. So um, 
really looking into that is looking at and writing down our strengths. Like, what are we good at? You know, connecting with people and talking and, and adding value and sharing stories. We just need to look at what we do with ease and effort, our strengths. And we can even do this by asking the closest people to us. What do you think that I do with such ease? What do you think, you know, that, that I do? What are my strengths from your perspective? And that could help us really get a deep dive into what it is that our calling is. But then we need to really look at what is a lot of our experiences, our pain takes us to our purpose. So a lot of times when we've gone through trials and tribulations and pain, that a lot of times turns into why we're here and our purpose and our calling is to, um, because it's deep seated. So I always like to tie that into your why. And it's a deep seated, deeply rooted why as to why we do what we do. Like, why do you have this podcast? Why is it important for you to have, um, to have this, have your company and to share this value that you've learned and pass on, you know, so really it's, Mm. it's a, it's so much bigger. It's a bigger meaning. It's bigger than ourselves. And so if we take that and we couple that and package that, that's where we start from. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, And it's, you mentioned something there that I think is really important and it's, everybody's had some trials and tribulations and challenges that they've overcome. And they may be little things, they may be big things. We had a guest on recently, Chad E. Foster, who became blind at the age of 21 through a a, a congenitive disease. And he's now taking that, he's reframed that as as he talks about a gift in terrible wrapping paper. So he talks about how how he's dealt with his challenges and, and how... He's able to help others and inspire others because he learned that by telling his story, he actually inspired others to deal with their trauma that they perhaps hadn't hadn't faced or hadn't reframed or dealt with appropriately. So there's there's challenges we all have. Now, they may not be as dramatic as that, but we can take those challenges that we've overcome and talk about how we overcame that, how we reframed that, and that in itself is a gift, isn't it? It is such a gift. I'm, you know, I love that you have guests from all walks of life and, you know, people can connect more with challenges because we all have challenges, like you said, but how did you overcome them? You know, we all want the tools. There's no quick fix, but if we can get some insight and inspiration and say, if he or she did it, I can too. And so I think it's our stories and our testimonies, our tests become our testimonies. And all of this is is transcribed. And then we really can connect with people on a deeper level. And people can really get inspired because let's face it, the world needs more hope, more inspiration, more um, tools on overcoming, because we all have our challenges. And it's facing those challenge and not backing down from them, but facing them and rising above them and then sharing, sharing our message of inspiration. Well, one of the things um, you talk about is that that comparison is really bad if we compare ourselves to others and that that's something that often 
prevents us from moving forward or it um, kind of puts us back into a place where we don't take appropriate action. Um, how do you find that balance between here's somebody I've just spoken to, here's somebody that's faced the challenge, that's overcome the challenge, here's how they did went about it, that's inspired me, I want to be like them, but how do I take that inspiration and make it a positive experience and not then compare myself to that person because what could well happen is that I follow the same process. I don't get exactly the same results because I've put my own spin on it, of course. And so then I say, hmm, worked for them. Why didn't it work for me? And then I go down this loop of negative comparison. Yes, that's so good because comparison can really keep us stuck and from making progress. But if we can use other people's story as an inspiration to what how they overcame, but not, we have to realize we have our own journey mm. and stay in our own race, stay in our own lane and know that we are on the, the journey ourselves and using that as an inspiration, but not a comparison. And I tell you, I went through a, a tough time of really, I was in an acting and modeling in Los Angeles and Hollywood and did the red carpet and went out on auditions. And I was completely and utterly just comparing myself. I went through this dark time where you know, everything that I did was predicated on the way I looked, not how intelligent, how nice, how, how I come from the heart. It was really about what I look like on the outside. And I went through this dark time of, of just comparing myself to others. Well, why am I not good? And my agents telling me to tell them certain things to where I wasn't living in my truth. And I was constantly faced with rejection and negativity and comparison and self-doubt and all of these things that take us out of the game. And that's when I just really had a wake up call. I wasn't being true to myself and I had to stop comparing. This was my journey that I had to go through that time in order to come to myself and become like, know who I am and not waver for that and stop trying to be something that I wasn't. Yeah. So I think with the comparison is just really know who you are and staying in your own lane and using other people's story of where they're at as an inspiration of what's possible to us, but always staying in our lane and knowing that we are on that journey and staying true to that journey. Mm. Yeah, I imagine as an actress or a model that you're always auditioning and people are judging you and, of course, they're judging you by their own subjective standards and they're judging you against other people. So there might be a half a dozen people that show up as, as models or as, as candidates for a certain role in a movie or a play and somebody gets the role, the others miss out. And so there is that comparison. So how, what was the transition point for you where you were able then to tell yourself, well, it's not about me. I missed out on this role. It's not about me. It's not because I wasn't good enough. It's simply because that role wasn't for me. 
Right. Um, that was such a great experience. And I, and looking back at it, you know, you really have to develop thick skin and know it's not about you. It's just, you weren't right for the role. Hmm. doesn't mean you're not right. You're just not right for that role. And so really just getting, being true to myself, being authentic and stop listening to my managers and agents and outside (laughs) people. So it's really getting, you have to go in within and we have the answers. We are fully equipped if we can be still and take time to retract and step back and realize who am I? And this it is not an alignment with who I want to be. And comparison is the killer of your calling. If we stay in comparison, we will never get to where we were designed to go it will stop us in our tracks. So how I overcame it was really just getting still and Mm. getting back to my integrity and my values and who I am as a person. Staying true to yourself is one of the most important things. But in that industry, I got to see a lot of good, bad, ugly, and I realized the person I want to be and the person I don't want to be. And I realized some of the most beautiful women are really ugly on the outside. And I knew that I wanted to always be a person of beautiful inside and outside where I'm always wanting to help others, where I'm always wanting to have that servant leadership and give and love and cheer everyone on and lift everyone up and empower them. And in that industry, there it's it's pretty much cutthroat. So, um, but I got to learn a lot of Hmm. great valuable lessons that I could take on today. Yeah. Well, one of the things that strikes me, particularly you mentioned, you know, beauty on the outside, um, and even beauty on the inside. I mean, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Was that Shakespeare that said that? And, (laughs) and, um, so what, what one person beholds as, as beauty, whether it's in the inside or outside, is is not necessarily an other person's perception. So the person making the judgment, who casts the role, say in a movie, um, they they are making the judgment based on their own perception, whether it's the physical beauty, whether it's the internal beauty, whether it's a fit for the role, whether it's you know the character or the whatever else they're looking for. It's their own perception, and I know we. Um, we're involved in a Toastmasters club and, and there's a lot of um, feedback that's given to people presenting speeches. And I always, whenever I give feedback, I always emphasize straight away, right up the front, okay, I've got some feedback to give. This is my perception. It's my opinion. Somebody else may have a totally different view. So take it on board if you think it's of value. But if you don't agree, that's my view. So you can dismiss it because it's just my view. That I love that you said that. I love Toastmasters. <laughs> I'm, I'm a DTM myself and I love feedback. I love receiving and I love giving feedback. And if we can look at it objectively as to the feedback, number one, who it's coming from, hmm. and if it's coming from love and we can really assess and have the the mental fortitude and the humility to like, okay, this is an area that I get to work in. Yeah. 
And if we can receive it that way, then we just grow, we become better people and we can help others grow in that light too. Mm, excellent. Well, so you, um, you do a lot of speaking and presenting, as I mentioned earlier, and you just told us you're also a, a Toastmaster. Um, one of the things that a lot of Toastmasters, they come to Toastmasters because they have this fear of public speaking. They have this fear of getting on stage and uh, fear of talking in front of other people. And a lot of that is the self-talk, the self-talk that I'm not good enough, I'm going to be judged, uh, people are going to laugh at me, whatever it might be. How do we, how do we kind of set aside that self-talk and, and put it in its place? <laughs> That's so, that's so great. I, you know, I, if you ask me what lights me up, it's this conversation <laughs> right here is having rich conversation and talking about mindset because mindset is everything. Mindset of, we have to change our mindset to change our world, to change the way we think about things. And what voice are we listening to? Are we listening to that small little voice? Because what happens when we have a vision and we cast our vision and we have our goals and we commit to our goals, then what happens is we have this little voice inside that goes, you can't do that. You've never been an entrepreneur. You've never started. Why do you think you can do that? You're too small. You're too old. You're too young. You're too inexperienced. You don't have the resources. Not, what happens is our brain enough. shuts off. <laughs> you're not good enough. Yeah. That's that's a big one. Yeah. And what happens is our brain shuts off and says, okay. So it shuts off all possibilities. So in that case, when that little voice, we need to shut it up and we need to reframe it and come from that space of, yes, it will work. Yes, I'll figure it out. I am fully equipped to handle this. And we we open up ourselves to a positive mental state to where we reframe it and then we look at it. All if when when we open ourselves to possibilities, then creative ideas flow, and we have that belief, and then people start showing up to help us, and we get this positive state. But it does take some work, but it takes awareness. Hmm. Awareness is the first step to see what are the what are what are you listening to first of all. Which voice is going to drown out the other? We need to listen to the voice of why this will work and why it must work. And it's non-negotiable rather than, well, I hope it will work. Well, we'll see if it will work. When it's a must, we're going to do whatever it takes to get it done. Yeah. When if it's a, if it's a maybe, I hope to, we're going to just do what's convenient and what's comfortable. And that's not what we need. We need to do what's a must. Yeah. Yeah. I love to play little games. I've started um, doing this. I mean, sometimes I was, in a mind like when i go cycling for example and i just i don't know where this came from but it was just like a funny thing if i go on a long climb up a hill or something and i get to the top and it's been a real challenge to get there and i get to the top and it's kind of a celebration to get there because now i've got the downhill and and i started getting into this habit of saying well done legs and it's kind of like almost as if the legs are a different part of me and and here's <laughs> sort of it. one inner voice saying no oh, you did a great job there legs and so i started playing this game and if if something comes up that's oh that's not going to work or you're never going to be able to do that 
to kind of step back and almost do this split personality thing and say, oh, that's interesting. Why would you say that? And then almost put put that voice outside of me as another person. Listen to the voice, but don't necessarily take that as truth. Um, take it as, okay, all right, I'll consider that. And maybe Isn't maybe that, that interesting. <laughs> maybe that gets me some thoughts of well, what are some of the risks if I go down this path? Because that's always a good question to ask, um, but not necessarily as okay. I accept that I can't do this, so I'm just going to stop. Right, that's good. Mm. And, and the, I love the fact where you said that you say good job because anytime <laughs> we celebrate anything yeah. on our body or just celebrate our small wins, guess what? Then our brain wants to you know, create mm. more wins because then it has that endorphins, it has that feeling of it. So celebrations are a really big thing and, and just acknowledgement of good job. You know, we got to be our own cheerleaders, you <laughs> yeah. know, but right. um, <laughs> we definitely need to be our own mm. cheerleaders. So I love that you said that. Yeah. And, and even like, that's an important point being our, our own cheerleader, going back to what you were talking about earlier, the auditions for roles for casting roles or beauty pageants or whatever it is if you can come out of those and say well well done you did a great job there even doesn't matter whether you were successful whether the other person's judgment led to success for you there if you're true to yourself and say well here's here's what i wanted to project here's what i wanted to give and that's the same is true as a speech right um, yeah, absolutely. So when I won Miss National Fitness, um, even le even fitness competitions leading up to that, it was really trying to be my I, the only competition I was competing against myself yeah. each time to get better and better. And so if we look at um, our life, we look at our wins and just how far that we've come, whether we win whatever it is or not, we've learned and we've gotten better, wiser and stronger. And so we take that and then we go to the next level. And so we're constantly creating and being our best version of ourselves. And that really is what the journey is all about. Hmm. is reaching and stretching and challenging yourself, taking risk and reaching new levels. Excellent. Yeah, I love it. Run your own race and then yeah, compare against where you were yesterday or where you are today yes. for tomorrow and so on. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Having a growth mindset is 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 really key. Um, personal growth and development and just really pouring into yourself and your what's possible for you and why it will work and having those, you know, empowering thoughts and we just gotta really look at are we around people that empower us? or disempowered because mm. life and death are in the power of the tongue. So it's whatever <laughs> okay. we're speaking. Words have creative power. Mm. So if we are powerfully saying out loud of all the things that we want to come to fruition and we're visualizing it, we can really create our reality because your internal mentality is a reflection of your outer reality. Let me say that one more time. Your inner mentality. So what you're thinking about, what you're thinking about and meditating on and focusing on is your external reality. It's what's showing up in your life. 
So that's where we get to to look at that mindset and go a little bit deeper through a curious curiosity. Curiosity, yeah, I love it. I love the that focus. What we focus on and talk to ourselves about that's that's what shows up <laughs> externally. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. All right, Tatiana, this is fabulous. I think it's a good point now, though, to move on to the buzz, which is our innovation round. It's the same five lightning questions I ask of every guest, <laughs> and hopefully you'll give us some answers that will inspire the listener to go and do something awesome today as a result. Not that you've already given us a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, we'll reinforce those. So what's the number one thing anyone needs to do to be more innovative? To be more innovative, think outside the box to tap into the internal. We all have a creative side. So tapping in that creative, um, get curious, which leads to discovery mm. and really just cultivating different ideas, different thoughts and, and really I think just creating that value by doing things differently in order to get a different result, we have to do things yeah. differently. So being bold and audacious and stepping out and finding out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a great point that we can't expect a different result if we keep doing the same thing. Yep, that's yeah. insanity. <laughs> that's what Albert Einstein we don't want yeah. to keep repeating yeah. the same pattern over and over. So being Unless innovative means yeah. stepping out. Mm. Well, yeah, if it works, then great. Yeah. Then we don't need to be innovative. But in order to be inv innovative mm. is coming up with new ideas and better ways of doing things that add value, um, you know, just more effectively and efficiently. And we can get a lot of great uh, new things, innovative ideas by reading books, talking to people, mm. just in our daily life. All right. Well, that sort of is a natural lead on to the next question. What's the best thing you've done to develop new ideas? Ooh, I'm a part of a couple masterminds mm. and I love being, I really believe in community and, um, aligning yourself with a community that's like-minded business entrepreneurs like your your um group that you have as well is just aligning yourself and being able to brainstorm and come up with those ideas together but we can like i said we can have we can find ideas all around us mm -hmm. but i like to go into a think tank have you ever done this you gone into a think tank I'm not sure. I've probably done <laughs> exercises like that, but I, yeah, describe it to us. Okay. A think tank means you cut out all distractions, which can be a little challenging yeah. for me. I'm not, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and you're cutting out, you're intentionally focusing on coming up with new ideas. So it's brainstorming. Think tank is you're setting your timer and you are going, you're okay. just writing mm. down anything and everything that you can write down intentionally focusing. And um, it's you can get really creative and come up with mm. a lot of ideas that way as well. Yeah, okay. I have done things similar to that. I uh, didn't call it think tank at the time, but yeah, that's great. <laughs> Next time you do it, you're going to go, yeah, yeah. I'm going to my think tank. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. That's, the language is interesting, isn't it? Because if you use, if you associate that word with that exercise, then 
you can simply use that word and it will trigger the mindset of this is how I'm going to be now and this is what I'm going to do now. It's so true. Language, if we could just look at our language of how we're talking to ourselves, our self-talk and how we're talking to others and um, just how we are coming across because like I said words have creative power but yes when we use the language of empowerment and and what's possible possibility it does it the brain opens up to so many creative ideas and things start flowing in and ideas and people start showing up and so it's 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 kind of that snowball effect so I love that excellent all right um do you have a favorite resource you use most often Favorite resource I use? Well, I have an accountability partner, which I highly recommend. If you don't have a accountability partner, um, I work with her Monday through Friday, and we have our we talk every morning, and we have our three gratitudes that we talk about that we start off the conversation, and then our three our top three power goals for that mm-hmm. day. So having weekly, yeah, for the day. So what that does is it prioritizes. And then, of course, I have lots and lots of sticky notes (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) They're stuck everywhere right in front of me. Because remember, if we don't have where, what we're, what our vision is and what Mm. we're moving toward, we're just going to get caught up in the day and we're not going to move forward in our business and in life. So it's important to have those priorities set. And so definitely time blocking. If there's three things, and I used to have a whole list, (laughs) I would keep adding to it and it got overwhelming. Mm. So the power of three has tremendously helped me and if there's nothing else that you get from this podcast today is come up with your power three even if it's for the week your top three things either you want to do in the day or that you want to do in that week that's going to move you closer to your vision closer to your goals so then you will know what to say yes to and if is this a yes and is this going to take me closer or is this going to take me further apart and distract me for where i'm going Hmm. yeah so there's a lot of lot of things there around focus and then also having the conversation with your accountability buddy i guess helps you clarify it as well not only yeah, not only clarify, um, Jurgen, but it's also to keep me accountable because the next day <laughs> so, did, did you, you do did the you do things those? that you said yeah, are you of integrity? Did hmm. you say you said you're gonna do these things? What happened? What got in the way? So if we're accountable to someone, hmm. we're more apt to do it. Yeah. But if we don't have anyone like not showing up at the gym. If I don't have a trainer or no one knows, I can just easily not go yeah, and make up excuses and reasons. Exercises. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But having someone there that holds you accountable, um, that's why coaching is so great. Hmm. Um, hiring a coach, hiring a trainer, hiring a mentor, hiring a kind of accountability partner, having someone in your corner that you are accountable to hmm. makes all the difference in the world. Excellent. All right. Now, what's the best way to keep a client on track? So keeping a client on track, let me ask a clarifying question. (laughs) Is this during a coaching call or keeping them on track with um, their vision and their goals? More the longer term one. So the vision and the goals. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for clarifying that. 
keeping them on track with their goals and their vision is um, we have actually a coaching form. And so in this form, it's a today's snapshot. What does life look like today? And then what are the areas that you're wanting to have improvement that you're wanting to work on that your top three goals in your business and, and in life? So then we'll write those down. And so we have a snapshot of what the day looks like and what today's snapshot and then a month and each month for 12 months or six months. Mm. And each week you get to write down your top three, your power three goals. And so then we can evaluate each, well, each week we can evaluate what is moving the needle forward, yeah. the momentum gaining traction on um, the end goal and result. or we can, then we can look at the month. What, 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 what worked well? And what didn't work. So I love going to a, a place where you can go to review. So you get to review what you've said. You get to then, uh, reflect, reflecting what worked, what didn't work. What do I want to keep doing? What do I know that I get to let go of <laughs> and having that work? And then we get to realign. So realign means that we get to, get back in alignment of where we're going and why, what's the deep seated, what's the bigger meaning to why you want yeah. what you want. Yeah, I love it. And and that documentation is, is so important. I know I sometimes look back a year. So I've got a system now where I make some notes on the day and the way the system's built is I have to link it to the next day. So if I, I start my day, I'll link to, maybe I'll do it the day before, I'll link to tomorrow and open up that that entry for tomorrow. And in doing that link, because it's online, um, sometimes it brings up the year before when I start typing in the date. And so just for the hell of it, I've started looking at the year before. What did I write there? And then I realized, oh, wow, I've come a long way since then. And that so that yeah. brings that celebration aspect to it. That is so great. Hmm. Yes. Um, so do you have a certain platform or a certain uh, form that you use? And how long have you been doing that? Yeah, I, well, I use Notion as, as with software as um, where I keep basically everything. And so I right. have my actions and I have, I do a form of time blocking. So I have sort of a one, three, five system. So the one thing must be done today. Um, the three, once that one's done, I work on the three. And then if I actually get through those three, I'll have a look at the five. Rarely do I get to the five, but sometimes those fives will move up to a three or a one on subsequent days or subsequent weeks. Um, and they're all there. And then I have uh, and some notes on what was discussed, what what sort of forward action, what ideas I have, so various different bits and pieces. And that's date stamped so that I can link that. And if I link to tomorrow's day to start up that that section again, then often I'll reflect back on a year ago. And, and when I look at that, I say, oh, wow. So that's what you I was doing a year ago. You see how far you've yeah. come. That is amazing. And, and what... 
tracking is so big mm -hmm. and I love the one, three, five. That's great um, because we don't realize how far we've come. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we focus on how far we have to go yeah. and that could be a little frustrating and discouraging and That's overwhelming. Right. Mm -hmm. But if we look at how far we've come and we look at our celebrations and our wins, and I love that you said that because it's a, it's a, intricate part of what I do is the hmm. celebrations and, and the joy and the, the, you know, just the wins that hmm. we get to acknowledge. So I love that you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it comes back to what we were saying before the self-talk. We were very quick to berate ourselves when things don't go as we perhaps want them, but um, we're not that quick to celebrate. Right. Hmm. Right. All right. Well, yeah. the final question we to the buzz, what, What's the number one thing anyone can do to differentiate themselves? What can you differentiate yourself? I believe being a person of integrity, adding value, going above and beyond, um, being that person that truly cares about other people. I, was it um, um, that quote by Mayra May Angelo? People, at the end of hmm. the day, people are not going to remember what you said and did. They're going to remember how you made them hmm. feel. So I believe it's really just making people feel special and taking the time to get to know get get to know them. If you have a business. Customer service is everything. Get to know them and really, truly care about people. Be a person of excellence and, again, of integrity and, and add value where you can. Mm. Excellent. I love it. Yeah. And out care the others. I think that I think there's lots of um, opportunity there to just care more because care and attention these days has sort of become commodities that people talk about but don't really put into action as much as perhaps we could yes i agree and also just authenticity um that goes a long way mm. you know as as an actress and stuff i really <laughs> had to work on because <laughs> i was always in acting mode mm. and i just really had to work on just being vulnerable like just being real like this is me just showing up and being authentic and i think we can connect more with others when we're just being real and just being ourselves and being authentic. And um, I believe also what would help you differentiate and, and be that that person that others look to is honing in on your skill set, mm. becoming the best at what you do as possible. That means investing in the time, investing in yourself and filling your cup up so then you can fill other people's cups up. Yeah, I love it. So the, the growth mindset coming back again. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps weaving yeah. its way in there. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks, Tatiana. This has been fabulous. Now, where can people find out more about you and the work you do and maybe even reach out and say thanks for what you've shared today? Yeah, and I would love to offer your listeners a free 60-minute uh, vision strategy wow. session. It's a one-on-one -on -one coaching. I believe in the power of coaching and what it's done for me. And so I just want 
you know, others to really experience that. And I really do have a heart to serve. So um, you could actually go to labellolifestyle.com and um, or you could go to Tatiana Labello's calendar dot com and just uh, sign up for a free 60 minute one on one vision strategy session. Also, on November 12th, I'm actually doing a women's empowerment summit. It's called Unleash Your Beauty Within. And um, so I will be putting out more information about that. But people can always email me as well at Tatiana at TatianaLabello.com or on all the social media. Excellent. Well, that's very kind. Those two offers, in fact, um, very kind of you, Tatiana, and we'll include links to those in the show notes. And if you send us through the, um, well, actually, the episode might air after the November the 12th thing. So we might have to do that on social media beforehand. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. I appreciate you so much. I've loved um, this conversation. And um, it has truly, truly been my honor and privilege to be here with you today. And I just thank you. Well, thanks, Tatiana. Now, what action would you like our listener to take away from today's episode and, and implement? Yeah, so it's one thing to sit and listen to a podcast. <laughs> and um, you put on some amazing podcasts where you add such great value. However, taking action is the key. So I call it the three G's, which is a guaranteed growth goal. So select the listeners today. If you could select one thought, one concept, one idea from what we spoke about today, and you implemented that into your routine or your business and just took action within the next 24 to 48 hours. This is gonna move you forward. This is gonna get you into action. It doesn't have to be a huge action, just taking some kind of action that's gonna move you towards your goal. So if perhaps you're still trying to cultivate and figure out what's your next best move, look at your business, or if you don't have a business, do you want a business? And sit down and write out some goals, write out some ideas that have stirred up from today's conversation and write that out. Um, journal that. If it's to get on social media and promote you know that you've been needing to get your message out there. I want to encourage you to get that message out within the next 24, 48 hours. Just go, just do it. Don't think, just do. A lot of times we, my mentor always told me, just take messy, uncomfortable action. Yeah. It's not always going to be pretty, but we just got to jump, jump in, yeah. and we'll learn how to fly on the way down. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. All right. Well, there you go. So we've got pretty clear action there. So thanks for that, Tatiana. Now, finally, who else should I get on the show and why? I have a slew of powerful <laughs> business-minded leaders, change agents, difference makers, and it's hard to come up with one name, but I will definitely refer you because I feel like your, your platform um, and what you're doing here is so crucial um, for getting messages out there of inspiration and, and building, building not only yourself, but your business and your legacy that you want to leave. So I will absolutely, well, I'll circle back right. and get back with you and, and give you a few referrals for sure. Thanks very much, Tatiana. I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate you coming on the show today and the conversation. I've had a lot of fun 
and there's been lots of things that I've seen in a different light and learnt from you today. So thanks for that. And I'm sure that the listener will take away lots of wonderful ideas and put some things into action. So all the best for the future and let's stay in touch. Absolutely. All the best to you. And thank you again so much. And thank you for all your listeners as well. Wishing you the best. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed that engaging and thoroughly informative conversation with Tatiana and took something away from her episode. Select one thought, one concept, one idea from our conversation today and implement that into your routine or into your business. Take action. That's the most important thing. Take action in the next 24 hours. What is the first step that will move you towards that idea? doesn't need to be massive action. Take the first step. And after that, take the next step. Do that. Tatiana's episode can be found at innovabiz.co forward slash Tatiana Labello. That is T-A-T-I-A-N-A-L-A-B-E-L-L-O. All lowercase, all one word, innovabiz.co forward slash Tatiana Labello. You'll also find contact information there for getting in touch with Tatiana, as well as links to the Labello Lifestyle website, to Tatiana's personal website, to her social media pages, her books, and the other resources we spoke about in the conversation. Now, if you've listened this far into the show, then I know you've probably loved this conversation. And why wouldn't you have loved the conversation? If you think this conversation would be useful to somebody else, be brave enough to share the conversation with that one other person. You'll be doing them a favour. Also, make sure to get the episode bookmark token at innovabiz.co forward slash bookmarks. For the cost of just a cup of coffee, you can have your very own permanent record, permanent recording of this show. 50% of the revenue from this episode token will go directly to Tatiana as the guest and the other 50% helps to support the show. Think of it as a way to acknowledge the guest and tell her that you loved her episode. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to leave a review on this episode. It will help us to make the podcast better for you. Simply go to lovethepodcast.com forward slash InnovaBuzz and pick your preferred platform. Now remember too, to go to innovabuzz.co forward slash flywheel to collect your unique digital token which will give you membership of the Flywheel Nation community where you'll have direct access to our amazing podcast guests as well as to a short audio program that walks you through the entire InnovaBuzz podcasting process. Tune in again to the next episodes of the InnovaBuzz podcast where we've got yet more fantastic guests lined up. Until next time, I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz. Remember, be awesome and keep innovating.